us in. And now... You are going to have to let us stay. It doesn't make sense. I closed the gate. What if he never left? What if we locked him out here with us? He'd want to attach himself to someone again. A new host. It's building something. No matter what happens, we have to stop him. Together. Now it's time. We are going to end you. We are going to end your friends. And we are going to end everyone. in danger. We need to end this. I can fight. Better than any of us. But I need you safe. What the hell? I need you to trust me. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and uh, today we will be finally reviewing Stranger Things 3. That is season 3 of Stranger Things, the very, very favorite show many. Uh, today, for this review and discussion, this Netflix review, I am joined by, from the Cinemania page, from the What the Flick blog in the UK, and the Cinemania page. Did I already say Cinemania page? I probably did. Shannon Watson, everyone. Shannon, how are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to be talking about Stranger Things, finally. Finally. I cannot wait. When did you, um, when did you officially start watching, and when did you finish? So, I started when it came out on Friday, but I was at work all day, so in the UK, it dropped at, like, 8 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um... I started uh, 4th of July, it dropped like midnight, but I wasn't going to start at midnight. I did, um, yeah. I started around like, I would say, I got home, no, like right when I woke up actually, because I didn't have work Thursday um, for the 4th of July. So I woke up around like 9am, maybe like 8.30, mm-hmm. and I made coffee, and I got comfortable, I put the AC on, summertime, so... <laughs> 
Um, yeah, and then, yeah, I just started it, and yeah, it's been so great. Uh, we'll get into... So this is going to be, everyone, spoilers, of course, because there's not mm-hmm. a regular 10-minute, 15-minute review where we tell you how good it is and, you know, what is good about it without saying spoilers and walking through, like, you know, like, shells and all that stuff. So <laughs> we're just going to go through it, similar to our our other Netflix reviews. If you've ever listened to our the reviews on The Society or Dead to Me and all those shows, those have been very spoilerific. So this one will be the same. Um, yeah, so we're going to go through each episode, not in, not in total depth of each episode, but I would say, you know, for the most part, we'll go through, we'll go through each episode and stuff and see how it goes. Um, but first things first, I want to get your thoughts on the season really quick before we go dive into each episode. what did you think for the season? Um, I loved it. Like I was really nervous going into it because I was like, I really hope it lives up to it because I'd be so disappointed if it didn't. But I was just, I was so happy with it by the end. I think we talked before this as well, saying how we were both surprised almost that it managed to live yeah. up to expectation. So yeah. I'm, I'm so happy. Yeah. I remember how, um, I think I was on because I had already been watching and I remember mm-hmm. texting you like Shannon, oh my God, like <laughs> I am loving this. And I was on like episode four, I believe. Yeah. Um, and what is it? It's like eight episodes this season. Yeah, um, there's eight. Which oh I know I listen, I'm not gonna harp on it because a lot of shows go, you know, when you go when you go too many episodes, it shows. Mm-hmm. So eight eight episodes was perfect with the way it felt like a really long movie. Yeah. Um yeah, and this and this was the first. Uh, so my thoughts on it before I get into that statement. Um, I absolutely adored it. I mm-hmm. I think after the first season, this is my second favorite season. I there was just so much, so many strong points with this season that I wasn't expecting, and like all the acting and all of the scenes and yeah. all of and like the score, the look of this show <laughs> this time around. You can tell Netflix is putting a lot of budget behind this show just to try to give it that 80s feel. And I don't yeah. mean 80s feel like oh they're using ham radios and they're using like, mm-hmm. you know, walkie-talkies. I mean like legit 80s feel throughout the entire show. There's not one thing that looks modernized in this show. Like, yeah. you know, that I I want to visit that mall so bad. Like Me that too. Star Court mall. <laughs> and I want to dress in the most 80 80s clothing. Like oh I, I wish yeah. I, I I need a mall to actually do that. Just to transform <laughs> itself into like the Stranger Things. I hope they make that mall. I'll just say that. I hope they make yeah. it. Oh, movie theater so inside. Good. You know, mm-hmm. um, that Ahoy ice cream parlor inside. Yeah. I saw JC Penny, the gap. I'm like, <laughs> I was so I loved the mall. I loved the colors of yeah. this season. The fashion in the season was just incredible. Oh, yeah. Um I'm already planning my Halloween costume. I've dressed up as eleven two years running, <laughs> so now I know I'm I'm prepared. Yes, I and then that shirt. Listen, I've seen oh, that shirt that yeah. she's wearing the majority of the couple of episodes. Or yeah. is it the shirt? Is it the shirt that she when she's with Max a lot that she's yeah. wearing? I've seen that shirt everywhere now. I think Hot Topic and Spencer's is <laughs> selling it. I've seen it on Amazon. I'm like, I okay, so yeah, I just I have nothing. I have nothing really bad. I mean, Me a, few, a few maybe minor things, but um, I'm getting heartbroken by the people who are saying it is their least favorite season. A lot of people say they didn't like it. I don't know yeah. why. Because I just I absolutely adored this season, and I've never when it comes to Netflix shows as a whole, right? 
I, I I'll go back and rewatch occasionally a few. Like I've yeah. went back to rewatch. I I've I've rewatched the first season a few times. I have not rewatched the second season yet, but I yeah. rewatch I've rewatched the first season maybe like twice. Mm-hmm. Um, the first season of Daredevil, second season of Daredevil, I rewatched. You, I remember rewatching that. I've rewatched a few. Like when I'm really into a Netflix show, I'm gonna re- yeah. I'll rewatch it here and there. Like I'm not rewatching the Society. It's just not happening. But um, <laughs> no way. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, like there is a few. Yeah. Like I'll, a few. I'll rewatch like my favorite seasons of like Orange Is the New Black or whatever. Yeah. I've rewatched Glow. This was the first ever show or season that I've rewatched right off the back. That's like so I I finished it. I maybe I maybe I maybe I finished it. Okay, I, I finished it Friday night. Friday night I finished it. Saturday morning when I was back at work, I rewatch. I started watching. <laughs> the, I started watching it again because it it honestly felt like going back to a theater and rewatching a movie. You know what yeah. I mean? It's yeah. Just, well, I felt so the same. Fun. I feel like I'm gonna rewatch it because there was a few movie references that I. I got, but I knew I hadn't seen the film. So now I want to go away and watch those films and then rewatch this so I can see the um, the references even more. Right. I mean, yeah, that's the peak of how, how much I love this show. Yeah, I just remember like rewatching it, but not feel like, you know, when you rewatch something, you're like, oh, I didn't really like that part. Um, yeah. uh, I will come back to it later. I rewatched the first episode and it's like seamlessly so good again. Um, yeah. 11, 11 and oh, we'll get on. We'll get into all of that. But, like, <laughs> you know, I just really enjoyed this season. Um, Once again, a couple of minor things, but overall, I really, really, really enjoyed this season. And I'm so excited to talk about it. I've never talked about a show this much, probably <laughs> since like um, when Game of, when I first started watching Game of yeah. Thrones in whole. Well, but um. It's got so, well, so bad and so good that now all my friends and family know how much of a super fan I am and anything right. Stranger Things related, they they send me, I'm getting sent all sorts of stuff and they kind of like know that it's my thing and they're okay with that. And I even had like any event that was happening on Friday or I think it was the Thursday, I think when it came out over here, it was Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, I cancelled the whole evening. I was like, guys, you don't <laughs> understand. Like, I need to be alone with this. Yeah, like, and it's and even even you and I, like, you and I become good friends. So now every yeah. time I see like a stranger, stranger things kind of something. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Shannon, look, you know, <laughs> um, yeah. like. So, um, yeah, I just want to go shop a bunch of Stranger Things, like hoodies for the fall. And I don't know. I'm just so um, I, I really like the season. So let's get into the sure. episodes. We have eight episodes. Um, they ran about the last episode was holy shit. The last episode was like 100 was like an hour yeah. and 20 minutes. I loved yeah. it. But like that was a movie. Um, was so but good. over overall, on average, they they ran about 50 to an hour. Mm hmm. Um, which is great. So, episode one, chapter one, which was which was chapter one. Susie, do you copy? Fun title. Um, this episode. The, so it started off with the whole Russian thing, and they were. Yeah. I guess they were. They had this device, which when it started, I was like, okay. So there's a lot of budget in this show because the CGI looks great. I'm not. There wasn't yeah. a. There wasn't a moment where I was like, yo, the CGI looks rough. Like it looked great, and I was like, oh, this CGI looks really cool too. So. The, it started off with that machine thing, and then, and then after that, it turned. Then we saw like they were trying to get into the upside down. They're trying to get into that mm-hmm. kind of like that gate, that L, 
that eleven closed last season, like one of the yep. best shots of last season when she was closing the gate um, towards the end. She was cl- she they're trying to reopen it back. Um, I didn't. So when that when that's when that scene stopped, like ended, where were they at? Because I didn't know where they were at. I was like, are they in Hawkins? Because that that looked like Russia where they were yeah. at. You know. So like, I've I've done some thinking about this afterwards, and I think I th- I thought they were at um, Hawkins Lab. Yeah. But I I don't know because I'm still kind of struggling with it. So I feel like they tried to do it in Russia um, to open a gate from somewhere else, but it didn't work. So then they came to Hawkins because they know it had been opened and closed before. So it was kind of weak. Yeah. I I feel like it was in Hawkins lab. That's that's still a bit foggy to me, that idea is. But I feel like they were underground as well, but also in Hawkins lab because then when... But then again, Hopper and Joyce went there, and it was kind of empty, wasn't it? Which was weird. Yeah, it was really, um, really strange. Very, very strange because, um, he went up. You know, when the guys failed, I guess they killed that one lab, whatever. Yeah. Uh, that one scientist who said we were close, and then this is when we we meet kind of Alexi and all that yeah. stuff, and then um, then they go up into like an elevator, and then they end up outside. I'm like, are they in Russia? the hell um they never really explained that because they had the russian flag i don't know it was strange but then we get into um one of my favorite one of my favorite scenes of uh, this episode and this season as a whole uh we get into 11 and will they Uh, no mike mike 11 and mike and they were going at it (laughs) they were there was some tongue in there they were (laughs) they and, and it was at first okay it was so at first it was so jarring to me because i i watched I've watched these kids, you know, since they, they were like our kids. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing in in Game of Thrones when you watch, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, when Maisie Williams was getting frisky, or like, <laughs> or like I watch. I'm a huge fan of Shameless and the little girl okay, yeah. and Shameless when she she's older now. She's like 17, and now she has a couple of sex scenes, and I'm just like, whoa. So <laughs> it's not it's not like a full on. It's nothing crazy. It's, they're just making out. They're teenagers. Yeah making out i mean we've all done some sort of thing <laughs> like this um not i mean it's they're very ballsy though like hopper's right yeah. there <laughs> they're very ballsy hopper's right there um the door is not closed you can, you can hear them smacking lips from the other room the the place where they live is not small i mean it's not big so i mean it's made out of wood it's an actual cabin it's so you could hear everything yeah, but I thought they were so cute, and then you know when he's singing to her and all that stuff, um, and then she's like telling him to stop. I thought that was that little part was cute, and then Hopper. This is kind of when we see that Hopper is not okay with their yeah. relationship. Without, I'll speak more about Hopper this season. Um, mm-hmm. but you know this is this is kind of what we see that Hopper is not really fond of their relationship, and he yells at them. And Eleven uses. I love that she uses her powers as a. She's a teenager now. <laughs> So she's yeah. a, so I love how like no one's really talked about this, but I love how that how she's an anti teenager and she but with powers, you know what I mean? Yeah. She's antsy and now she's like, Oh, you know, when, when teenagers slam their door, she's using her powers to slam her door and stuff like that. Yeah. I that was really cool. What'd you think about this opening kind of sequences? I really liked it too. I put here that Hopper it's kind of he's jealous as well because he like he wants to spend time with Elle and I also I put that because there's a scene where he's literally just angrily eating like chips whilst watching TV (laughs) and I think that is such a great scene and I think he is such a guy that when he doesn't have or seemingly have a purpose he doesn't know what to do with himself like he is at his best when he is 
like fighting crime and he kicks into gear. I've put a few people, I think, in this season, um, I kind of go on to mention Steve. They feel like a bit lost and they don't know like their character is lost and they don't have a purpose. And then suddenly they do. And that's when they really shine. So mm-hmm. I think, yeah, Hopper needs, he always needs something to, to fight for. And I think because Elle doesn't kind of need protect him right now with Mike mm-hmm. and it's almost like Mike could protect her. I think he's kind of lost his way a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I totally agree. And it's very, um, uh, you know, it's very, this was, this episode was, was the you know the first episodes for these shows are always the uh they're kind of these kind of moments in these in like shows and movies are some of my favorite parts just to set up and see where everyone's doing what everyone up to you know i get kind of bummed not bummed out because the show has to get going but i get bummed out when things start to go bad you know but i guess that's that's kind of showcasing how they feel you know everything's good with life right now and then now shit's going crazy so um, the first two episodes are very good at kind of almost giving us that nice happy yay we know how the characters are doing and I feel like there's a lot of nods to previous characters and there's a lot of things that that the Duffer brothers know the audiences are going to appreciate so like even with um, posters on the wall or like there's a scene where Elle's still wearing the blue bracelet that Hopper gave her just I think their right. attention to detail is and obviously the set designers is really good and I thought the first two episodes were lots of almost tying some things up for the audience and maybe a bit of a gift to the audience and then I think from episode three it really kicks into gear with yeah. the we're gonna go dark here how about you did you agree yeah I agree and that those are like you know the setups to like seasons good seasons are some of my favorite even in horror mm-hmm. movies when you see what you know what these characters do with their lives before shit goes crazy you know yeah. um, I'm always a huge fan of those like scenes that start off in the morning and then it kind of evolve into like going to school or whatever you know and <clears throat> this scene was kind of like more like leading up to what the group's been doing and uh so getting into the group um everyone it, it bummed me out because they're all not together together but yeah you know but they're still friends and this is what happens when you get older you kind of drift from your yeah. main friends and it's happened to me it's happened to a lot of people you know um there yeah. was a core group that i had as like young guy you know when we were like really young in middle school and we just told each other yeah you know we're always gonna be together and blah 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 and hang out do stuff do stuff after school but then when you get into high school or whatever you drift away or just yeah. you know it, it's just it's, it's just natural especially when you get like a girlfriend or something yeah so i, I like this, um with will as well i felt for will this episode um because he I've put a note here. I feel like because the Demogorgon kind of robbed him of his childhood and then the Mind Flayer, I feel like he's probably still in that mindset where he wants to make up for lost time and he wants to play with his friends and he wants to play D- um, D&D. And they have kind of moved on to the next step. And it's almost like yeah. he is still in the last... Like He's still a year behind because of yeah. what happened to him. So I, f- I really felt for him this episode. That's, that's a good point. I Because you really like look at will and you can like if someone's looking like um if someone's on the outside looking in on this show they can get like kind of annoyed with the character like him mm-hmm. where like where like he's like oh he's the character that you know has to kind of give the exposition of the mind flare and all yeah. that stuff but i mean i i felt for him too because he wanted everyone's growing up and he's missed a lot of his life with this yeah 
whole upside down thing and he hasn't had the time to hang out because if we're thinking about it when he was missing you guys were still hanging out without him so even though you guys were looking for him um so i like that thought that's a really good thought actually um so yeah and then this when we saw so dustin dustin is also he was out away at camp was it I believe. Yeah, come nowhere. <laughs> yeah, so he comes back and stuff, and then before that, we had the little when we inter- get introduced to the mall when um you know the three of them who was it uh it was Will uh, not Mike yeah Will Mike and um um Will, Lucas Mike, is he there Lucas yeah Lucas and Max and Lucas and Max is still a thing yeah um, which is cool. And stuff, and then um, after that, yeah, that's when we get into the scene of Dustin returning. He's back, and um, yeah, I love the scene when they kind of surprise him because you know it's very, it's very cute and harm. Once again, Elle is using her powers to be like you know just living her life, but in a good way. She's just using her powers to welcome Dustin home, and then once his face gets kind of you know gets kind of (laughs) amazed. and stuff that was funny um i really did i at first i was kind of a little afraid of how um i was a little bit afraid of how lucas and max relationship was gonna be but i I like the fact they're kind of i like that they're kind of the um you have this cute couple with uh, with um l and mike and then i like how lucas and max is the couple that kind of like picks on each other and stuff yeah, you know, I kind of like that. That's how me and my girlfriend are. We just pick on each other all day and stuff. Um, and that scene where he's like washing his eyes out—that's totally something my girlfriend would do. Just throw my head back in the water. You know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I like that a lot. You know? Yeah, I really liked um, the introduction of Robin as well. So Robin yeah. is one of my fave characters from the season. But I really liked um, just seeing Dustin and Steve together after last season because I was like, I don't know how they're gonna recreate the like the bond that Steve created with the kids. And I really mm. liked how he was still really close with Dustin and that he was letting the guys sneak in through Scoops Ahoy to get into yeah, the cinema. Yeah. I just, it's just that subtlety. I like that Steve is still a good guy. And I just think it's such a long, he's come such a long way from the first season. And I like that they didn't keep him as that same one dimensional character. I just really enjoyed that. Yeah. One of my favorite story arcs is Steve's because, you know, um, now he works at Scoops Ahoy. He's letting kids in. I love that scene when they're like, if you guys tell anyone about this, we're dead. And I love that. <laughs> <laughs> and then the part when, um, you know, Dustin comes in, he's back. He's back. Yeah. I, I love all of that. And then that whole thing with them two doing Star Wars. And then Robin is just like, are you friends with only kids? <laughs> and then I love all that. Really, really good yeah. introduction. Yeah, um, it was really good. Yeah, really good introduction to them. And stuff. Let me see I my other notes. I'm looking at mine too. I think the only other good thing, well, there's loads of good things, but the main things from this episode was that Mrs. Wheeler and Billy are still flirting like crazy. And I love that story. I just love Mrs. Wheeler. I thought she's great in every season, but I like how they've they've given her more <laughs> to do. And I love her little kind of situation with Billy. And I I like it even more that she knows it won't really become a thing. And I think it's in episode two where she, or episode one, where she could take the risk of having an affair with him. And she just, deep inside, she knows she can't. And I think I like that flirtiness even more because it can go nowhere. And I think she knows that too. I, yeah, I, um, 
I don't know what it is, but I kind of dug that. I kind of dug that scene with the whole pool. And yeah. Then, and then Billy. I just love Dacre, Dacre Montgomery. He's, he's so, so good. good. He's so good in this season. Um, He's such a lady killer and mm-hmm. stuff. Like, you know, and then he, the whole scene when they all get all prepared, when he comes out and stuff. Yeah. And then, you know, then I kind of felt bad for his character this season because, like, nothing yeah. he really does. And then I can't wait to get into the backstory. I, I love that. Because yeah. nothing, um, nothing he does... Um, this this season starts off and he's kind of like he was a dick last season. Don't get me yeah. wrong, but this season starts off and he's kind of just doing his own thing. He's not bothering the kids. He's you know yeah. just being a lifeguard and doing whatever. I mean, he's still a bit of a douche and stuff, but it's not like to an extent how it was last season. Mm-hmm. This season he's just kind of chilling. He's he's hitting odd milfs and stuff like that. And <laughs> um, the yeah, him and Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Wheeler. I love that. I thought that was up. Uh, that that scene was just like um the dialogue in that scene could have been so cheesy but um it kind of wasn't just because it could have been cheesy if it was delivered delivered from anyone else you know yeah because he's so good and so charismatic and has so come so much charisma and poise on the screen and dominance on the screen he just comes off so natural mrs wheeler i just love (laughs) all of that i love um, yeah i just um (laughs) I love the fact that his uh, his character just comes off so confident and stuff because it shows on screen. Like you would think Dacre Montgomery is like this in real life, and he's not. But yeah, um, yeah I love that scene. And then yeah, we have we have when she I thought she was gonna go, she was gonna go, you know, um, do it. <laughs> she and was, was kind of setting yeah. it up, but then she doesn't. And we get that more in the next episode, correct? Right? That's more in the next episode yeah. of like them showing what happened to that whole night. Yeah. Um, they showed him on his way there, but then that's mm-hmm. when he kind of gets in contact with the uh, the upside down and all that stuff. Yeah, definitely. I um, think the last thing before we move on to the next one is I just really want to talk about pacing because I thought the whole season's pacing was incredible. Like, I agree. Yeah. Oh, just I, when I got to it was the same. I think um, episode four is obviously the midway point, and I just mm-hmm. thought, wow, we we know so much but also we don't know a lot it was really strange like there's the Duffer brothers are great at kind of making things work in the background and they're really good at laying that breadcrumb subtly because like in the first episode this is where Joyce kind goes on the magnet um the magnet story and she's really classic Joyce kind of gets into something and really can't let it go yeah and yeah yeah they plant that seed very early and that's kind of happening and then they're just very good at pacing and these little things eventually start to knit slowly together and then the whole dispersion of the gang I just thought the pacing for this season was the best I've ever seen um yeah I totally agree I um everyone is just so good too and I was just I'm watching I'm watching all this acting and before i said um i said how much like when i was talking about far from spider-man far from home i was talking about how like that might be my favorite ensemble of the year so far you know of course the game of thrones ensemble and the avengers Mm -hmm. ensemble but something about far Far from homes ensemble was just so fun that but then i i think i might have a change of heart because i think i just think this and the entire cast it's not one person where i'm like oh 
man, please get off the screen. Everyone, whether it's the adults, whether it's the teenagers, whether it's the little kids, because there is yeah. a little kid in the show, um, Priya Ferguson, I believe, Erica, who plays, yeah, yeah who, who plays um, Lucas's sister, who was great too. And like everyone was so good. And then, um, yeah. Um, Maybe it's just me, but I do. But I have a um. But I have. But I have a crush totally on Cara. <laughs> what is her name? Cara Biono, who plays um. Who plays Mrs. Wheeler? Mrs. She's Wheeler. great. Oh, yeah. Um. So yeah, she's great. So the whole flirtation, flirtation scene, I was like, oh, this is awesome. But um, yeah, the show. I guess it kind of picks up a little bit where um Hopper and Mike is in the car, and I didn't like this scene. It made me kind of. I won't say yeah. upset, but it made the. Like I completely stand with Hopper, and I don't. I'm, I don't have a daughter. I don't have kids, you know, <laughs> yet. But I'm sure when I do have a daughter, and when she's growing up, and she's kissing a boy right next to me, I'm I'm gonna feel it the same way too. I I get that. But at the whole thing, the whole storyline, and this is where I say I had minor problems with the show. The whole storyline of him trying to drive them on, apart on purpose, I didn't mm-hmm. like. like. When he does it, and you know they get the phone call, and it's kind of sad. And she's like, "Do you lie?" I was like, "Harper, don't let her like, don't let her yeah. like feel." You know what I mean? I was like, "Harper, come on, dude. You know this is yeah. all she got right now. This is like the only person who like, yeah, you're great as a father, but she, this is the only kid that's making her happy." And like, and yeah. I was like. He was taken away from both their happiness and i was like maybe because you know you and i are still young and we're looking for looking at it through young lenses yeah but that was like my only kind of harp on the season was the fact that i don't i didn't like how his character was trying to force was trying to drive them away i get him like being upset and kind of you know but i just didn't like him being happy that he drove them away too, like when she slams the door, he's like, "Yes, you know, I don't, I didn't yeah. like that. that." Was my only I've, thing, you know. I've put this probably moves on to episode two actually. So episode oh, so two. Oh, so all right. Yeah, so, um, the mall rats. Yeah, so we're in episode two now, the mall rats. Um, but yeah, episode one ended with kind of ended with Hopper and Mike in the uh, in the car. Um, yeah. and then it, it ended ended with uh, Billy getting dragged away by the mind flayer. Um, yeah. So then episode two, the mall rat. So yeah, let's get right in to that. So what are some of your thoughts on like you know Hopper and that whole thing? So I've kind of say so from him doing that to L, it's weird because well it's ironic because he through um kind of I think it's obviously it seems like he's done it before where he asked Joyce out on a date and she says yeah I'll meet you there blah 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 and then. Weirdly, he becomes like Elle and he's stood up by Joyce. So I just thought, really, that was kind of ironic that you've done you've done that to Elle and now you're experiencing how it feels. And obviously, he was really like angry with that. Right. But I thought that was quite kind of like poetic that now you know how it feels. And I think I thought it was also really sad, but also kind of telling, seeing the scene where Joyce is having dinner alone. And I feel like there's a scene where it looks like Will has drawn a picture of Bob, the superhero. And I thought she's really, she's really scared of getting close to anyone again because of what's happened in the past. So I thought that was a really cute scene. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree because she likes Hopper, but she's just still very, it's still very fresh. This whole thing with, um, yeah. with Bob and all that stuff. So I like that as well. Um, yeah. So this is like when we, and then in this episode, we really see, we really see when, um, when Bill gets Billy gets infected and stuff, yeah. and he like um 
he just like when then this is the part when he goes mrs wheeler you know tells him i'm sorry then that scene like that shot where he bangs her head i thought he really did that i was like oh my god what a turn (laughs) um but he didn't it was a dream sequence or whatever um what do you think about his kind of transition it kind of reminded me of like if venom wasn't good you know it felt like you know he was infected by the symbiote you know, even when he, even when like towards the end of the season, where like he, he's getting stronger, you know, enough to fight L and stuff, and then his skin is kind of turning black a little bit. Um, it kind of reminded me of Venom a lot, but it was cool. I like yeah, it. Yeah, um, I think the same really. Um, I thought it's classic, like any kind of film where a, he's not a great person. Like, yeah, he's not as bad as he was in season two, but he's not a great person for various reasons. So I feel like. It's classic. If something were to infect him, it's obviously going to be stronger and nastier. So I thought mm-hmm. it it was it was bound to be Billy that it happened to because he isn't a nice person. And I thought I had a bit of a theory before I watched um, this season. And obviously, this season, where this podcast we're doing right now is full of spoilers, so I'm okay to say this. But um, in previous seasons, somebody with a B has died every season. So there was Bob, and then there was Bob. And then I thought <laughs> Billy was going to die. I called it because I was like, his name begins with B. I feel like it's a thing. And so I was kind of pleased with myself on that bit. But I thought really good. And then the only other thing that I thought was interesting that I haven't seen many people talk about is in the scene um, where Will's getting angry again because all he wants to do is play D&D. Um, and... Um, uh, Mike says to him, "It's not my fault you don't like." Yeah, girls. I was what just reading that. I was just, but that was kind of more into episode three, right? I wrote that under episode three. Oh, okay, maybe it was um, three. I got mixed up, but I thought, am I looking too far into this, or was that I, out of meaning? Or I hope this doesn't offend anyone or anything. But I straight mm-hmm. up, <clears throat> I straight up wrote, "Is Will gay?" I was yeah, like, is I Will, yeah, I straight up wrote, I was like, is Will gay? But not yeah. like, not like in a derogatory way. Cause you know, come on. Um, yeah. But like in a straight up, like that'd be very interesting if they touch, if they touch on that, but they don't really touch on that anymore with the season because he says, I feel like this is like a secret that he told Mike yeah, maybe, I or somehow too. Mike found out and he said, Hey, it's not my fault that you don't like girls. And he kind of gets quiet. I was like, Whoa, wait a Isn't minute. It- him and Mike are very close as well. Like, if you had to pick them two, they, them two are the best friends. There's always two best friends in a group of people. Like, there's always yeah, two that true. are stronger. True. And then, yeah. And I felt like it was a bit of a shared secret. And I think Mike was angry, so he kind of used it almost as a threat and then realized, I shouldn't say this. But I thought that was nice. And maybe that could be explored next season. And that would explain why obviously he's even more angry at everybody that they're obsessed with girlfriends is because he's not right. he's not interested in girls. So that could yeah. add to the fire. But I think I, that was interesting. I really hope they go with that. I hope that yeah. they don't shy away from that. I get um you don't want to go right into it now because they're still kind of kids. And you know, I guess that could be kind of a yeah. trigger and at some point. But I do think that in the next season they'll be older. If they're doing I know they want to end it on se- on a season four. So yeah. If they do, and they kind of have it, they have a, you know, they have a end credit scene at the end. So they're clearly setting setting up for something. But I really do hope they touch upon that. And I hope they take the risk, not a risk, not like a risk risk, but like try, try it. I mean, why not? I mean, we haven't, we've never really seen 
uh, we've never really seen Will kind of emotionally with a female. You know, Mike and Dustin and Lucas, they're all, like, you know, attached to women somehow. Like, all of them have girlfriends, you know what I mean? Um, Yeah. So I really hope that they would... I really hope that they dive into his sexuality because I... That scene was not just there. You know what I mean? It was that, there. I was just about to say, nothing in this show is by accident. And in, in film in right. general, yeah. things don't happen by accident. There's usually meaning behind it. So I thought that was something to to watch out for. Exactly. And it wasn't just there. So I feel like that was for, that's clearly for a reason. So I mm-hmm. hope that they don't, I hope this is something, because if they, if they, if we go into next season and it's something that they don't touch upon, I'm going to be really like upset because I do like the idea of Will being gay. I just, something about that just seems, it's, it's different. You know what I mean? Yeah. If it's, I, I like that idea. Maybe him, he's meeting someone next season. I don't know, but that'll be really, that'd be, that'd be really interesting. Yeah. Um, but going so episode two, this was like the whole kind of Mike and L breakup. I remember texting you the yeah. uh, <laughs> what L said. It was kind of a spoiler because you you haven't watched it yet. But I was on this episode and she's like, "I dump your ass." I love that. <laughs> I'm saying I'm gonna say that to everyone. Um, yeah, I love that scene because her English is still not there 100. percent It's almost there, but um, it's yeah. still not like, completely there. And I do other people. People were like, um. I saw a lot of comments of people who were like, oh, how come no one's taught L proper English yet? I'm like, well, I mean, I don't really see Hopper as teaching someone proper English because she's, yeah. not, in, she's not in school or anything. I, she's and doing I also, pretty well as well. And I also like the, I, I still like the idea of the this fish out of water thing. Like, I yeah. love the scene with her and Max. Although I did think Max was kind of coming on too strong as far yeah. as, like, you know, get away. Like, why does, why don't, why does everyone not want them to be together? I don't get it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I guess that kind of bothered me a little bit. The fact that everyone wants, you know, Al and Mike to be like split. Um, but that scene with, you know, L11 ex- experiencing the mall for the first time was so, so, oh, so charming. Um, yeah. They're trying on all these retro clothes. She looks great. She's like playing with her hair for the first time. You know, I, yeah. I love I love this scene. And I just want to shop at this damn mall. Like, what is going on? I really want to go to the this mall. mall. Um, what do you think about this, you know, L, the, the, um, L and Max stuff? What do you think? I feel like um, Max definitely was good in helping her realize that her life isn't Mike. And I always think in relationships in general, you both should have lives outside of each other. So I think that was good. But I think, yeah. But I think Max and Lucas have a very different relationship to Elle and Mike. And I feel like it seems that Max and Lucas are almost kind of like, oh, we're friends, we hang around with each other and we kind of like each other. So we're together. Whereas Mike and Elle, it's like, it, they're meant to be like this was fate it had to happen so I feel like probably Max doesn't really understand and for Elle she hasn't known love before meeting any of these people and now she's kind of overwhelmed with it and Max's home life in general is not quite stable so I feel like I feel like Max has a lot of different opinions so it she did come on a little bit strong but I liked how she introduced her to you can have your own style as well, which I thought was kind of good too. Agreed. I love the fact that because although I was a little, like I was a little like, eh, 
you know, because she <laughs> wants them because everyone is trying to get these two um split and stuff. Yeah. I just I did like the fact that um she's showing Elle how to really be herself and love herself yeah. and be confident and buy what you want to buy and stop wearing these stop wearing Hopper's clothes or whatever <laughs> he's got you wearing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you yeah. and she looks so the fashion whoever did whoever was responsible, <laughs> everyone else was fine, but whoever was responsible for Eleven's fashion this season was so just good. just phenomenal. It her was really good. Too, it just her hair, yeah, she was she was wearing a lot of those kind of pants that yeah. you know it don't it doesn't work for a lot of girls, but when it when it does work for like it works for like the the like the thirty percent of girls <laughs> yeah. who are like who are like nerdy who are into those kind of kind yeah, of yeah. Figure. because every um because a lot of because uh, you know a lot of the teenage millennial girls nowadays they're like you know let's do the Uggs and leggings but like the ones yeah. who go out you know who don't care who don't care you know what society norms and they wear like the kind of pants that kind of high waters and stuff and you look cool and yeah. she was wearing that I loved it and um probably because because of the times too but um yeah, yeah I loved great. I loved that scene I love what they had her in for the rest of the season to really kind of give her a character and give her like make her be her own person and she's not like this like she's a long way from season one and that um that yeah. wig and everything yeah uh, and yeah that was all great and then I don't have much more notes of this season of episode two no should we um, move yeah, sure. So let's get into episode three. Um, the case of the missing bo- lifeguard. I was going to say bodyguard. Good Lord. Uh, <laughs> case of the missing lifeguard. So uh, this is when we had the infamous scene with Will and Mike mm-hmm. and everyone. And this was the scene where um, I got sad because this is Will's meltdown scene. And he's kind of yelling yeah. at them. He kind of throws everything. And this is like, yeah, this was when he ruins the little like the little house that he built. And yeah. I was like, Man, but he's so good. The actor Noah Snap, really oh, good. So but good. I felt like that was almost like a symbol of this is the end of his childhood. Like he knows it won't ever be the same again. And that was, and to be fair, it probably holds a lot of bad memories too, because that is where he was kind of hiding in the upside down as well. So mm-hmm. I feel like it was kind of good to rip it down, but it did felt it was really sad. And I feel like he. Um, Again, he just wants to be a kid. He missed out on that for a while because of everything that happened. And I think, I didn't really think about it much, but I kind of wanted more scenes with Jonathan and Will because in the first season, they're mm. very they're very close and they look out for each other. And mm. I feel like, obviously, because Jonathan now has gained a bit more confidence in himself, he's not being bullied, he's got the girl, he's got Nancy, mm-hmm. I feel like his life is pretty on track. And I don't know if it's not that he's forgotten about Will, obviously, but I felt like Will now hasn't even got Jonathan to kind of be a bit of an outsider with him, if you know what I mean. So I feel like Will yeah. is very lonely. So I remember in this episode, too, this this was when I was writing. I wrote really enjoying the season so far because I was I was all in like this mm-hmm. season was really good so far. I was enjoying it. I was getting scared by how much I was enjoying it yeah. um, and stuff. And, yeah, I agree. It's a definitely. Oh, we didn't even touch on Nancy and um, Jonathan. I probably because their storyline throughout the show with the old lady was kind of dry for me. Um, mm-hmm. I was just more interested in everybody else. You know what I mean? I yeah. I like Jonathan and Nancy, but um, you know, now that he's got her and they're together and they're kind of their interns, and I was like, eh, I mean, okay. Um, but everyone out, you know, I was more interested in the other parts of the group and stuff. Yeah. Um, but but I mean, it's a, it's a big cast, and you got to touch on everybody and stuff. So um, yeah, this I, I remember really liking this episode though. 
Yeah, I think I really liked it too. I think the only thing that stuck out for me that was annoying for me was that Nancy has obviously grown a lot since season one and it was really frustrating me that um, Jonathan wasn't just believing what Nancy said. Like, after all you guys have been through, do you... Like, do you think Nancy is just going to make something up? He just, he just seemingly didn't. I feel like he wanted things to go back to normal anyway. And anytime Nancy had a point, he was just like, "Well, I don't know, maybe." And I was like, "No, you've got to listen to Nancy. Like everything you've done, you've got shared trauma together." So right. that kind of annoyed me that he wouldn't be like straight away, like, "Oh, okay, yeah, I'm on to it." And then there was a scene. I don't know if it's in the later one where Joyce rings home and she's like where's will the classic line and he was like oh i don't know and i was like you should know like yeah. the situation like what's happened so yeah that kind of annoyed me a bit because i feel like people would still be but knowing what they know they'd probably be a bit more on guard yeah totally agree because um he um if 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 this stuff happened to me you know, mm -hmm. you know, whenever, like, you know, for two seasons, you know, for two straight, you know, yeah. periods and stuff. If Nancy comes to me and tells me, dude, there is monsters dropping out of the sky. I'd be like, oh, shit, let's go out there. You know, I let's would not be like, yeah, I would not be her. like, yeah, I would not be like, Nancy, uh, you're <laughs> seeing things again. Because, listen, a, a bunch of shit has happened. You know yeah. what I mean? So I would believe you her, too. So I totally a agree. demagogue to death. Yeah, I like, totally with agree. With fire, like, come on. Um, but, yeah, apart from that. I like, enjoyed this episode. Will was contacting his mother through lights. Like, <laughs> believe anything, you know? Yeah, what I mean? come so on, guys. I, I totally agree. But this episode was very fun. I didn't, I, I noticed that I didn't write a lot of notes about, like, the Russians. I know we haven't touched on a lot of the Russian scenes, and I'm, we're missing a lot of the, um, the, Joyce and Hopper scenes, but um, I wrote down the stuff that really like stuck to me. me so too, yeah. like I'm not in. So my point of going through each episode is not to like recap the episode; is more to say what no. I liked and what you and I enjoyed, and talk about what we want to talk about because it, it's yeah. our show, you know. Mine so um, so yeah. random. And I think I've got a section. I don't know about you. I've got a section at the end where I've put questions and thoughts. So you know what? It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so do I because I have. I knew you I, would. Yeah, I have three about three pages of notes of each episode and then the end I have a bunch of overall thoughts and questions mm -hmm. of where is this person and blah 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 so Great. um all right let's speed right it right through some more let's get into episode four I remember really liking this episode yeah. because of the, the action um yeah the sauna test this was when uh, we start seeing the mind flayer kind of make his move and stuff with with Billy and I said this episode was very creepy um it was kind of gross too. The way like the yeah. people were kind of like melting. I don't know. Exploding and then, and then being sucked across the floor. It was it was very gorgeous. Yeah. Story. Yeah, they would they would explode and then their guts and whatever and bones would get sucked into the monster. And I was like, yeah. what in the hell? And and that's the thing about this show because if I was watching a sci-fi movie, you know, and I start and that starts happening, I'd be like, what in the God's nature is going on <laughs> in this movie? But because this is Stranger Things and they do so well with explaining and taking risk and really they it's a really yeah. powerful show. It didn't bother me. I was like, oh, it's different. It's cool. It's creepy. It's nasty. I guess this is what a monster is supposed to be, you know? Um, yeah. So I, I wasn't like nothing took me out of the show, which was good, you know. Yeah. Um. I even agree. all the even all the creepy monster stuff because I like the fact that they change up how mm -hmm. the monster is 
each episode. I mean, each season. Yeah. Like, the first season was a Demogorgon. I'm glad the second season they didn't go back to another Demogorgon. The second yeah. season was more of like we saw the Mind Flayer a little bit going into Will, but then we saw the Demo Dogs and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and then this season was the actual Mind Flayer crossing over and then turning into the monster. And I, I and I had this, like you know, because I'm a horror fan, I have mm. this. I had this sick likening of, you know, the idea of human, human, like, debris and stuff forming into a monster. I think that's kind of cool. So um, that was really cool. This was when I wrote down that Dustin and Steve are great. Their chemistry. I wrote down I want to shop at Starcourt so bad. (laughs) Um, I thought um, it gives the secondary characters a real platform because I think it's rare where... You are you have a cutscene to the secondary characters, and you're not wanting to get back to the main guys. And I was like, I could have watched. I've seen a tweet about it. I could have watched a spin-off show with the Scoop Troop Army. Like they were so good to watch. I would I watch them name. all day. <laughs> Listen, I I if this was like, I'm glad this is not like a big. Hollywood um, studio who's like looking for cash grabs because yeah. this this season I mean you there's a lot of spinoffs to be had with this show in general yeah a lot of spinoffs although like at at first we're like oh that would be cool but I'm glad like uh, a big Hollywood studio doesn't have their hands on this because they would have made yeah. that they would have made the really? Scoop Troop Army Eleven <laughs> you know her backstory Hopper yeah. and Joyce you know what I mean it's Nancy and Jonathan would see a bunch of stuff. Um, but this episode, the battle, this was the battle when they lock Billy into Billy, the yeah. sauna, which was really cool. And this is when we got more of Billy and Max together because she's having second thoughts. And, you know, if, is this right? He's my brother. Yeah. Um, this is kind of scary. This was when, like, Dacre Montgomery, I was like, oh, my God, he is owning this season. And Very I was good. just like, he's so good. And then he kind of... Was this when he broke out and then him and Eleven kind of go out of it? Yeah, I think this was the first episode where I was like, this is like, it was making me wince. Like some of the violence was really strong and it was the thought of it and hearing the sound mix and everything. It was just a great scene. And it, I think we've seen Eleven use her powers to kind of close things and open things and move things. But this was like mm-hmm. pure violence and it was, yeah. now she's it was going weird, to- but good full Jean Grey and fucking shit up and throwing she when she was throwing like the monsters against the wall I'm like damn this is amazing and we'll get into this scene but now it's on my head and I can't I can't I can't not talk about it the whole mall and the car I was like yo 11 what in the god's name but this is great when she tosses that car and they're dead she just killed they're dead like I was I was (laughs) I watched it and I was like Holy shit, she's literally just killed them straight away. And Dark Phoenix, I'm telling you. (laughs) Tense as well. And it was ended. That it was just the complete the tense was ended instantly when she did that. It was great. Yeah, but this was um this was yeah, this was a good scene. I wanna get into I don't know when this scene was. Give me one second. I wanna go through my notes, but I just gotta talk about the scene when Billy was it episode five? I think it was episode five, six, seven. I don't know which episode. The episode when Billy and Eleven were like when she kind of goes into his backstory a little bit more, and then yeah. uh, the scene, so she the does monologue. That. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh, that scene. So it oh. kind of links into the end episode, doesn't it? When she kind of talks to him about it. But I think it was. I think it was later on. Yeah. Actually, um, let me see because I had. I remember I've got I searched episode it. Six here. Episode okay. Six. Yeah. I searched it on YouTube, that scene, because that scene was amazing. Um, well, whilst you're finding that, the last thing I thought about episode yeah, four yeah. was there were evidently lots of diehard references with the elevator shaft and Erica going through the air vents. So I really liked that link. And there was, yeah, I just thought, oh, that was a nice little link there. Mm. Um, yeah, agreed. I um, definitely enjoyed that part the scene okay episode six all right we'll get into that that's like two in two episodes in two uh seasons i mean we move to the flayed number five yes yes sure so let me let me last second thoughts yeah that battle with billy he cut this is when he kind of runs off after Mm. she after after 11 kicks his ass (laughs) yeah um, which was just great and then actually too and then lucas used his um Oh, his wrist rocket. Yeah, that was cool. Um, Okay, another thing, too. I wish... I do like the fact that Eleven has powers, but they rely... What I... what The stuff that I... Because a lot of movies do this, too, um, where you know that they're not going to kill off a lot of the kids, you know? So they kind of... They do these kind of scenes where the kids are kind of cornered and stuff, and then they get saved. And you and I, because I watch a thousand movies a year it's and a thousand common. TV shows, I know that Eleven's gonna come in with her powers and save these people. It's mm-hmm. badass. But I'm like, you guys have to learn how to fend for yourselves because if yeah. Eleven dies tomorrow, y'all are screwed. That's yeah. it. I do like the fact that it's a woman, and it's like you know they need this woman to like kind of protect them. And the and I love the I love the kind of scene where she herself kind of got, kind of shields them you know oh, like yeah, yeah they all behind her them. she's she's so great and millie bobby brown of course is just amazing and i love the fact that she's so protective over her friends even when even if we're arguing even when we all yeah. not we're all very distant from each other i'm still gonna protect the people that protected me when i first came here mm-hmm. and i love that but i need them to start learning some moves some karate moves uh, something jujitsu yeah. well, i need something you know <laughs> yeah but for this episode i put i I'm looking back at my notes and thinking, I can't remember writing that, but I put girls are really strong this season. And I thought, yeah. I thought the girls were so much more stronger than the boys. I thought oh, Nancy, great. Nancy with a shotgun, like, wow, she is just... Oh, I love that, yeah. She just I love she has that. changed so much. And I loved that in a later episode, or it might have been this one, where Steve kind of defends Nancy and he's, he's like, she's not so, I think it's prissy or something. She's not prissy at all and I just loved in the cabin where she just grabbed the shotgun and she thought nothing of it to like let's do this and, and there's she no, was the like, first there there's no hesitation yeah and there's no damsel in distress all of them are really good um yeah. but yeah I would love to see more of them to get more weapons like maybe maybe Max can have like a like a bat or something or an axe yeah. I don't know I want them to I know someone someone had an axe I think Lucas did um, when he yeah. when that when that thing that reminded when that thing was coming Ooh, in the yeah. when that thing was coming in the cabin with the tentacles that was reminding that was reminding me of um I don't know if you ever seen World of the Worlds yeah um, yeah. yeah with Tom Very Cruise similar. and how like that scene when they're in the basement how the thing is like kind of looking for them that was cool but let's get into episode five the flayed 
Um, this was when everyone's starting to team up now. Everyone's getting together. Everyone's getting ready. And then this is also when I wrote down, I'm not really enjoying Harper. I, I'm a Hopper. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Hopper. I've been a huge fan of Hopper for the first mm-hmm. two seasons. This was the first season when I was like, he's rubbing me the wrong way because like, like I, I don't know the the whole. I get the people who are explaining why he's so angry and he has PTSD and this and that and he wants to protect L. I, I, I love all that. You're right, but um, for some reason, I just his, I couldn't really connect with the angerness of yeah. his character this season, and he wasn't my I favorite. Really, and that's sad. And I love love Hopper, but yeah, I really agree, and I think you can kind of defend him with what he's been through. But I think his main reason for being so angry was that he didn't really have much of a purpose anymore. He's in a very small town that um, unless it's like the upside down, then nothing is happening. He hasn't got the woman he wants. And he also, um, he's also feels like he's losing the daughter he's got. I feel like he's in, I feel like he's being very selfish. Actually, he's, it's, purely he's feeling sorry for himself and I think he blames he he blames the past experience on ruining his life whereas the others have kind of made it shape them he has just succumbed yeah. to it so everybody That's... else has developed from it and he seems to be just angry at it he's just so angry that is such a great. This is why I love these shows with you because that's <laughs> such a. That is such. I wasn't thinking about all that because the word I wasn't thinking about was selfish, but it's it's true because in so mm. many aspects, he's he like, like I get I get the whole protectiveness of everyone and your daughter and stuff and you know this is like you've lost a daughter which I resonated with a lot. I like that you lost mm. a daughter, so Al is like all you got. I get it, but you, if you clearly see that this boy, no matter how you feel, this boy, and he's not like a fuck boy or anything, you know what no, I mean? He's, he's not, not like some guy dealing he's drugs. He's making her happy. Yeah, he's not some kid dealing. He plays like D&D for a living. Like he's just, he's going <laughs> he's to the movies geek. with his friend. He's a geek. He's not this like, this young kid who's on the street dealing drugs. Then I'll be like, then yeah, then I'll be like, get the hell out of my house, kid. But he's it's a nice kid, and he's making her so happy. Why would you want to ruin that? That's really selfish because now you're taking away her happiness to gain your happiness. And the yeah. same with Joyce. Like this woman is grieving over someone she just lost. But yeah. I mean, hey, I don't care about all that. It's all about how I feel, and I like you. So let's yeah. go on a date. And I'm I just don't know why they wrote Hopper like this this season. I really don't. Yeah, I don't know if it's something to do with, obviously, spoiler alert, we know he supposedly dies at the end. So I don't know if it's right. they wanted to kind of set him up as a, because eventually he kind of changes heart, doesn't he, near the end. But right. I think there even is a line where he's like, he says, I don't know if it's to Joyce or about her or when he's drunk coming back from being stood up, he he's banging on he's so angry and he's like you two of he kind of said some like alludes to that he's like oh um you're too scared to get close to anybody after what's happened and it's like of course she is like she mm-hmm. he's just so selfish in this season I think and I think they did it to kind of then make his redemption all the more bittersweet because then he doesn't he isn't around long enough to kind of correct it but yeah I feel like it's purely he's thinking of himself and he's very he's very um childish about the situation and everybody else kind of got on with it and evidently they still think about it a lot and like look at Will but he's trying to move on and Hopper is so stubborn 
Yeah, yeah, that's what I was getting, and this was when yeah. I was like, I don't, I don't fully remember. This is this is kind of why I was liking doing the rewatch because I don't fully remember why I wrote not really enjoying Harp, Hopper, but mm. just something about his like whole his random like freakouts against Joyce. I was like, what is this? Um, yeah. but yeah, um, I wrote that. Uh, once again, the retro feel of this show. They put a lot of money behind it. You know, not just like. Not just like the, with the clothes and the look and the filter of the show, but like straight up, straight up like Kit Kat bars were different. Yeah, Coca Cola yeah. was different. I love all of that. Um, and then there was, there was a hospital scene, and I think this this hospital scene was when it was Nancy and uh, Jonathan against the people in the hospital. Which yeah. was really a really really cool scene. It felt like an old classic horror movie with the yeah. hospital and stuff. When these like these mind flayers kind of ghoulies are trying to find him and stuff. I really stuff. like the joint kind of each flayed person feels the pain of the others. I quite like that as a concept. Yeah, really, agreed, agreed. Yeah, it yeah. really made the Jancy kind of teamwork even more important. So I like that. And this was when, like, the, the sim, I, I called it the symbiote. This was when <laughs> um, that whole thing we started to see every time, every time they would kill off the one of the, you know, one of the little ghoulies or like the, you know, henchmen's. Um, yeah. They're, they wouldn't die, but their souls and their blood of their body, I don't know what came out of them, but yeah. something would come out I mean, of them and they'd start moving. Yeah. And this was when I, I think it was too of these souls kind of minced together and it made the smaller now when they showed this monster in the trailer i thought this monster was going to be the main monster um yeah but this this monster was just a side monster we got the real monster later on <laughs> yeah but this was like the two of the only two of the souls coming together and getting all gross and nasty um love this scene i love that i love that the stakes of this of this uh scene alone because i really felt for nancy and um jonathan yeah. Donna, jonathan was getting his ass beat so then i was like nancy get away get away from there yeah or something and then was it this when when 11 kind of saves them was it this yeah, one 11 too? saves the day again she tears him apart and I smashes him into the walls. <laughs> loved it when she like and then millie bobby brown's scream is just so good when she's oh. like slamming it against the wall and the yeah. Monster, monster's like what the fuck oh shit <laughs> who is this you know and it kind of runs really away good. love i this was like after this episode this was when i was really all right this season is fucking badass yeah like so i there's so much everything of this show up until this point there's so much there's lightheartedness there's charm yeah. there's humor there's love and emotion there's backstory and connect and connectivity from the other seasons and there's action and I don't and there's horror and I was like what the hell there's so much stuff working and so many genres that you can put this show into that yeah. just makes it work so well and none of it comes off bad too and this yeah is, it was yo, the I pacing helps yeah agreed so much it was really good and I think I really liked that there was more they felt like there was more action and violence in this season than the other two and I really enjoyed that as well yeah, totally agree. I um, yeah, I just remember really, really enjoying this. Uh, so this is when we get into episode six, which was okay. Help me out here. <laughs> e e plurius. So I've googled this, and it means one one of. Excuse me, it means it's Latin for one of many. So I'm guessing oh, obviously that. that's yeah, oh. relating to the kind of the monster and um, yeah, one 
they all kind of respond, they all are the monster, aren't they? That's what I would relate it to. Because I couldn't pronounce it as well, so I Googled it instead. <laughs> okay, so uh, we were talking about episode six. And, um, yeah, I, I one of the other things I was writing down a lot was just the fact that there was just a lot of action and and suspense and horror and characters mm-hmm. in this show. Um, I wrote down that the creature was very creepy but very cool-looking. Um, yeah. Yeah, and whenever time, whenever Eleven is on screen, the action is just so good. And this is when I also wrote that they they need help. They gotta help her. Um, I think this <laughs> yeah. episode I had this episode and episode eight is where I had a lot. Is where I had a lot of the notes on this episode. So um, yeah, this is one of my favorites. What do you think? I thought it was really good. I've got here a lot of Terminator references. So the guy in the motorbike, he literally, I think. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I think the mayor even says he is Arnold at one point, which is like a fun in-joke, but he is ruthless. He does not die either. I love the um, the mirror scene, so I love the camera work when Hopper's in the fun house. I really like that, and I thought, yes, he's got him, and then he had the bulletproof vest on. I was like, does this guy die ever? So he was really good. And I also... So way at the start, when they sneak into the cinema screening, they're watching Day of the Dead. And that really kind of links back to, I think this shows it the most. So the Day of the Dead story, so for people who don't know, it's kind of people in an underground bunker. And then the zombies are above ground. So I think this is where that really comes into play. And there's a film from the 50s. I don't know if you've seen it called Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yes, I have. Yeah, so I was feeling this throughout this whole season. So it's like a little bit different in terms of aliens kind of, they're in pods and then they take over the, the, the humans and they act like them and have their personality and everything. So I was kind of thinking of that in this episode too. Yeah, and this is what, this was when um I got my favorite scene of the entire season in this episode. And this was when um they go, you know, they try to, she, Eleven really uses her powers with full force where yeah. she tries to go and um, she tries to go and really get why is Billy this way and this is when we got a lot of his yeah. backstory which mm-hmm. I love because then they showed um, they showed how he had they showed how he had like you know an abusive father and yeah. you know his mother and stuff like that and they showed how he was happy at some point this was kind of like this was kind of like their lead up to the finale and how he, and how his kind of arc his arc kind of ends in that episode but i love this a lot and stuff and then you know he was really like it was really like heartbreaking to see him his arc go through this and then you started seeing him become the bully and stuff yeah it really um, explained his behavior in the previous season as well and there was a couple of scenes where his dad was horrible to him um, right. in season two and i was like there's more to this obviously that we're going to find out eventually but now that kind of links all that together which was nice yeah and then um and then we got into um when she comes out of it and she thinks she's out of it um, out of the um, the whole kind of you know concentration, yeah. And stuff. Um, but then everyone's gone, and she's screaming for Mike. Where's everybody? She's getting scared because although Eleven is this powerful character, that she's still she's still very much vulnerable. Yeah. You know? 
Um, and I love how they kind of set that up. And then we get this the scene. I don't know why this is my favorite scene, but I can watch this scene all day. Uh, Billy kind of the mind flayer is kind of speaking through Billy, so his voice is kind yeah, of yeah, uh, just kind of dubbed. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of disturbed and dubbed and stuff like that. And it's kind of, he's clearly being um he's clearly possessed. You know, he's possessed throughout the entire season, but um, it's clearly not him talking, but the mind flayer talking through him, and then. Uh, the monologue is so good because it's not like it didn't feel like a villain telling their plan. You know what I mean? Like we all seen that yeah. of like, oh, let me tell you why I'm mad and all this stuff. Yeah. It was more it was something so calm and conniving about it. And once again, the way Dacre Montgomery kind of kind of delivers his lines and then the line that's in the trailer that I didn't that they didn't show was delivered by him the line in the trailer when he's like you let us in and stuff and now you must let us stay i love that and she's just crying and he's telling her how they're gonna end her they're gonna end all your friends and they're gonna end everyone and then this was kind of how they were showing they were kind of showing everyone getting kind of what was it kind of like possessed by the mind flayer and then the little boy who's like playing with fireworks and then he just turns around um all of that, and then the score and the soundtrack for this scene. The soundtrack is always was, so amazing. I can't. Oh man, the score of this scene was just so good. It was a big buildup. You know, it was kind of like a. It was kind of like that synthesizing buildup that they do with this show, yeah. and it was so good. What did you What did you think? I've got notes here. Um, so I really liked the hostage scene between Robin and um, Steve. And I um, I loved whatever they were given, truth serum, LSD, I have no idea, but I just loved them two together. I thought it was so funny. And um, there was kind of a bit of a diehard scene as well in that. So when they're all talking and there's three of them and they're all laughing together and then they're like, no, who do you work for? And I just really, I just thought it was really funny. And um, I've put here... It, with a question mark evidently I was confused um I've put it starts and ends with L so I've put can she be in the real world mm-hmm. like does she belong can like if she's out here does that mean they evidently survive out here does it does it mean she has to go forever to remove this threat from the from Hawkins that's what I put down yeah yeah and it's like um it's 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 drawn to her and yeah. stuff it <clears throat> it starts and ends with L, and I love that yeah. a lot. Um, yeah, and that's what he says too. He says in the monologue that you know this is all for you. This is all because of you. You let us yeah. in. Yeah, I just like, love she's this. She's gonna be like oh, this man. forever. This, I think this was my favorite episode just because of this scene alone. I Very just good. love. I just love how they're building up to. I love how they was building up to the the last two episodes, and then when I realized this is leading up to the last two episodes, I'm like, damn it, I'm sad again. But yeah, yeah. once again, we saw the humor with uh, Robin and um and uh, God, I'm blanking on his and Steve, and I love that. Um, and then you know, it's such a it was such a ruse on like you know the classic interrogation kind of scenes and stuff, and um then they actually do kind of drug them out, and that was kind of crazy. Um, but then, hey, they get saved by Dustin, and I like that too. Um, yeah, like that a lot when they got saved and stuff. That was really cute and adorable. Um, but I guess let me see. Last thing I wrote was I love the monologue. Dick and Montgomery is just so good, and he just was like he was so great. <laughs> um, yeah. 
All right, so let's get into episode seven. This was yep. called The Bite. Um, ooh, nasty bite. Um, yeah, I remember this. I think this one was my favorite, I think. Really? Just, yeah. I've put, um, I got a lot of, throughout the whole season, actually, a lot of Jurassic Park vibes. Did you feel mm. any of those? Agreed, agreed. Yeah, so, I think yeah. Um, some of my notes was that I love the summer and the 4th of July feel and yep. stuff with this show and this season alone. And I said um, the action and the stakes are the best the show's ever been for me. Just to, everything about this kind of finality of this of this season was really good. And I'm I'm curious to see how they top it the next season. But yeah. um yeah, and then at least my favorite shot, my favorite shot of the whole show, which is Elle in front of the Egos when she has oh, the, the American yeah. flag blind blind, you know, blindfold on. That's my new background on my laptop and stuff. So that look she was Love great it. in that I've episode. Got- I've got here as well. I liked the scene where they left the supermarket and her blood started to kind of fizz and create that horrible thing. And then Billy appeared. Yeah. And it felt very Terminator-like because he is, I mean, admittedly, it is the worst Terminator of the series. But I think it's Terminator 3 where she licks the blood and she can find them. And I was just like, yeah. it was so similar to that. And then there were scenes in, there was a scene where, Karen and her family are on the Ferris wheel and they're on the highest bit and the trees start moving and I was like, that is yep. so Jurassic Park kind of style. Yeah. I love and it. It's I... a lot of um a lot of influences from a lot of show, a lot of movies yeah. and stuff, and I love that. Um uh, yeah, I just um this was the scene that I really liked too. This was the scene when they were a lot they spent a lot of time in this mall, so they put a lot of money in that mall. But um yeah. this was basically the scene where we saw Steve this was like the reveal of Robin's sexuality, which I yeah. really liked Me because too. This it could have been the classic, which I would have been fine with them getting together. They kind of built it up the entire season. This yep. was when they were talking, and then and then she's like, um, he's talking about he's talking about her in third mm. person about how much you know she's great and she's so different and blah blah blah. And then she kind of reveals to him that she she likes girls and the fact yeah. that the reason why she was so obsessed with she wasn't obsessed with him she was obsessed with the girl who always liked him instead of her and i love that twist i love that too. a lot and i love the fact that he wasn't like oh really come on he was yeah, like so his reaction was great and i he, think season yeah. one steve would have been a douche about it but season three steve was just so okay that's a shame yeah. and he doesn't seem to get a break with anything, but I really liked as well when he was talking about the girl that she did like. It was almost like he was saying, you're better than this girl. So kind of looking out for Robin again, saying, oh, the girl that you like is stupid. Like you you deserve better. And I really liked that as well. Yeah. And the and the fact that um the fact that even after that, it doesn't drift them apart. They become like best friends. Now they're really yeah. cool. Um, yeah. I just love their arc. Their arc is just so great um, amongst all the things that's so good about this season and stuff. So then we had when they were kind of in the mall. This is before the big mall stuff with the uh, mind flare. This was like when they were trying to get away from the Russians and stuff. And then we finally get the big reunion, which I, they always do. They always do the reunion so well of all yep. the cast. Um, but this was when um, she flicks the mine. She flicks the car at the Russians, and that was so cool. That um, scene was so good. Yeah, this also this also was the episode when Alexi when Alexi uh, dies. That um, was really sad as well. That was yeah. 
I didn't expect to feel as sad about that as I did, but it was such a subtle. And what made it, we haven't really talked about Murray, but he is a great character and he was so annoying last season, but he really came into his own in this episode and he kind of like shouts at Hopper and Joyce to just get together and get on with it. And even though he's he's pretty um, xenophobic and does not want anything to do with anyone that's not from America. And then he ends up really, really being nice to Alexi and he kind of, they become friends. And I think he really feels, feels the guilt of that in that moment and I think that's what's sad about it yeah yeah I totally agree and then I wasn't I wasn't really enjoying his character that much in this episode but I liked his character and I liked where they were going with it um yeah, yeah I just really enjoyed I really enjoyed this episode a lot this is another one of the another episode like I think I love every episode but like four to like this point i was like yo this is just a whole another level and i love the fact that this show was not rushed each mm-hmm. year out they have time to develop these stories and I'm do so nice glad you know it takes this that long to do it like okay it's yeah. so frustrating for us as fans but you can tell the hard work and if it was rushed i don't know if it would achieve as much so i'm glad mm-hmm. yeah i totally i i totally agree with you um totally agree with you it's a really really at this point i was just so in to everything with this show and stuff like that and this the way it ends is really cool uh this was when so was this episode when the bite happens and they get rid of it or that was the goriest scene i've seen in a long time i could not watch i couldn't the sound was bad enough and i don't know why but i have on bony bits of your body like your shins that really makes me feel ill if it was a meatier part of a leg maybe but the the bone it was just it was too much for me see i am um the way i am too because i watch a lot of horror movies and a lot of saw movies and and stuff but body horrors when it has to do with the inside of the body or guts and like right you like like what you said the bones and taking something out kind of makes me wince too and um that's why i don't i don't watch eli roth's horror movies he just sees that's i can't like i i've never seen the inferno you know what is it the something inferno the green inferno i'm never watching that because i heard it's about people (laughs) who eats people i can't do that but like the scene when they're He's oh man, who's who was helping her? I think it was Jonathan or Steve. Oh, they it were... was Jonathan. He kind of uh, was ready for lancing it, and I was like, oh my god, he's heating uh, the knife up. I can't watch. And oh, then she's like, he's like carving, like he's going, <laughs> like he's like he's carving a Thanksgiving turkey. He's <laughs> going into this thing, and I'm like, Jonathan, please relax. Like it's yeah. Like, Stop but stabbing I love, her. I love that Elle was just like, just get off. I'll do it myself, and then kind of dragged it out of her own leg. Uh, it was. It was so bad, but so good. Yeah, and this is like when, and then like when she's like screaming. She's such a good actress. She's yeah, yeah. She's way ahead of her time. I don't understand. I mean, when I was, she's fifteen. When I was fifteen, man, I was just I don't know, just dozing off in class, (laughs) and I don't know. She's just so good. Um, yeah. So then, yeah, this episode was great, but then now let's get into the big finale. Uh, yeah. this what I'll say about this season. This is everything I kind of wanted. No shame. I mean, no, no shade or anything. Everyone, if you're a fan, this is what I wanted Game of Thrones season eight to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this real. I, I know that this isn't the last season of Stranger Things, but if it was, I'd be totally content. 
because yeah. it's a really good if it was a last season it'd be really good i think they're gonna do one more i know the duffer brothers said they have about four yeah four seasons in mind um yeah. this Ugh. now we get into episode eight this was a nice chunk of an episode an hour and 20 minutes it starts off slow because they're building so much stuff up a lot of setup and a lot of this and that and i love and i remember that's one of the things i wrote i said i'm loving the setup to this episode and all that stuff and um i'm writing i wrote a lot about uh wrote a lot about millie bobby brown and stuff but this is but this is also when i wrote that they rely on her too much but um yeah and I think, then, go ahead, go ahead, yeah. Um, I'm kind of skipping ahead a little bit, but this episode has my favourite scene of the entire three series, and that is with Susie and Dustin. Oh, my gosh. I have never laughed so much. That was such a great scene with the never-ending story. So the most 80s film ever. And I remember, <laughs> watch, I remember watching that as a kid and loving it and the soundtrack. And I just did not expect that, of all things. Like, I thought she was going to ask him, can you remember that weird noise he did last season? I thought mm -hmm. she was going to ask him something simple. But my favourite thing is seeing <laughs> is seeing um, Robin and Steve in the back of the car and the Mind Flayer thing chasing them, like the T-Rex from Jurassic Park. And all yep. they can do is listen to him singing and harmonizing. <laughs> I just, it was so good and so unexpected. And it was honestly my favorite scene. And I've seen on Twitter, a lot of people was like, if Susie had just given the code quicker, Hopper would still be here. But I thought that scene was so good. It was so funny. There's, li there's literally a video on YouTube that says, Dustin and Susie's song in Trader Things 3, 10 hour <laughs> loop. <laughs> wow um i also love when but i did also like when lucas and max at the end of the episode was singing it too yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> but you're right like the humor and the the humor and the action and the suspenses work so well because the thing is chasing them and then they're singing and then she's like tell me the code i need the code and then she's like i won't tell you dusty boo and all that stuff there was so great i didn't that didn't so take, once again that didn't take me out of it at all. I just really liked it and stuff. No, um, that was just so good. Yeah, I, I I loved it. That's a good episode. That was kind of the ending of the episode and stuff, but it was still so great. Um, hold on, I have to pull this song up really quick. It's <laughs> just so great. So, I oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> this is when Lucas and Max were singing it. <laughs> they got good voices though. That song as well has been in my head all day. And I realized that um, I, I don't have many DVDs because we moved house as well. I don't really, I didn't really want to get into the habit of starting all over again. And I watch quite a lot of stuff online. But I actually bought today The Never Ending Story on DVD because that is a great film. And Stranger Things has reignited my love for it. So I love that. Yeah, I um I totally agree. Um okay, I also wrote that um Eleven was is she losing her powers? Um Yeah, so did each, that I don't think suck it out of her or I don't think she was losing it. I I think it was more it felt more like a Spider Man two kind of thing yeah. where it's just not there right now and she's just struggling because and she's used it so much the other yeah. season she used it what well, once every other episode you know yeah. what i mean like she I is like mike was trying to tell everyone this like she's yeah. he was caring for her, and that works everyone else seemed to be like she knows 
her own limits and it's like well she she also loves you guys so much and will do anything for you and it's almost taking right. her like Mike knew this was gonna like zap her and she did like you say she did so much and then to be injured and trying to do it as well like she did a lot and that's and that's on that's when I wrote that's when I wrote um they rely on her because even there's times where like Max is like oh we have 11 and I'm like yo she's fucking weak right now like yeah. she because like even a lot of superheroes are like this too because Jean Grey I know I'm connecting them a lot but like that's kind of close mm -hmm. to what her powers are um Jean Grey when she uses it a lot even I don't know if you ever seen X2 X-Men United um oh, I seen that. well like that's like the second X-Men movie that came out couple, like 2003 and Jean Grey when she's using this kind of power that Eleven uses she starts bleeding too from the nose and it yeah. gets kind of and, and like she gets weak and that's what happens with Eleven especially it, it'll be different if Eleven was older and then you know she's yeah. kind of mastered all of it and she's like a whiz with it now but she's still very young so she doesn't have she doesn't have that much all that stuff like everyone else does so yeah. um I liked that a lot and then I love this is when like we got the scene of them kind of playing hide and seek with this whole thing yeah. and then um we finally I love the part when like 11 is right well like um who is it um Billy grabs 11 he puts her right next uh, to the yeah. you know for the mind player to get them and then I literally I, like when she gets saved we all knew she was going to get saved I literally wrote fireworks because yeah. like <laughs> Um, when Lucas said the whole fireworks thing in the beginning, I said, oh, that's going to be a nice way. They're going to take out the yeah. big monster. And that was so cool. The visuals and the shots of that scene was so good. So yeah. good. They, I just love how they all come together. So they they usually pair off throughout the whole season, finding things out and sleuthing. And then when they're together, it's so good. And it's really great to watch. I also put as well, I think it was this episode. I mean, my prediction before I watched this was I think Billy's going to die and maybe Steve. But in this episode, when kind of Hopper says goodbye to Elle and then it's the trusting her with Mike, he kind of he gives in. And I was like, I think Hopper's going to go because he's almost said his goodbyes. And I was like, I don't want to believe it, but he, he, I think he is. And I think... In the previous episode, he'd finally been able to get through to Joyce and Joyce had kind of given in and thought, well, I'm going to take a chance. And they had a date planned and I was like, that date is not going to happen. Yeah. So this is where I thought it was coming. So, yeah, agreed. And then um, so first we had Billy's death, which I loved um, yeah, in a, in a sick way because himself. he sacrificed himself. He redeemed his arc, um, which I'm glad they did. And Eleven kind of speaks to him a little bit and tells him about his past and how he was good and he was happy. And yeah. um, and I love that. That was kind of a heartbreaking scene. His death. I never thought I would like be so sad about his death, but his death was because yeah. it wasn't a throwaway death. It wasn't like an Eleven snapping his neck. It was like it was like this, you know, emotional death where he finds himself and then he uses that to to protect these kids. And then but, the, you know, he still wasn't no match. Even though he had some of the Mind Flayer in him, he still wasn't no match for the actual Mind Flayer. So that was really cool, his death. Um, but really sad. And then Max and all that stuff, that was really touching. And then we had Hopper's death. With Hopper's death, he sacrificed himself as well. Um, oh. He was fighting. He beats the Terminator. And then he kind of creates that kind of barrier between it the device and Joyce. And Joyce has to do it herself. And then she finally figures out how she, how she can do it 
herself turn the you know turn the uh, keys and then she looks to six one last look at him and he tells her go ahead and she does it and that was sad although i knew he wasn't i mean spoiler alert, i mean we're already in the spoilers but i knew he wasn't yeah. dead because they didn't show it his dead but um they didn't show his death and yeah we'll get into the post we'll get into the post credit scene now they didn't show his death and in the post credit scene when they feed that guy to the demogorgon um they said not they say not the american so i think so, they have him i think hopper is alive still because we didn't see the death scene and i just don't think they can be stranger things about hopper and but i think the american that they're talking about might be somebody else just to trick us but i think hopper is still alive yeah, um, I hope it's not one of those like Hopper's still alive, but now he's changed, and now he's evil or something. Uh, I hope it's, yeah, it's Hopper really like and he's that. happy. Um, so then we finally got they they close the gate. The mind flayer is dead. They beat it. Um, then we get this big three months later thing, which I was still really into this. Like I I, I and I was I remember being tired watching this episode last episode too. Like yeah, um, I was on a sixteen hour shift and I was on my and I was on like hour <laughs> yeah I was on like hour fourteen, um <laughs> and I was still like so awake just watching this episode. Like it was so good. Um, and then the, you know, the three months later, everyone's kind of doing their own thing. And I guess, oh, another, another cool nod. Uh, I guess Robin and Steve are going to work at Family Video, which is a video store that's still around. That that's was so cool. a great scene. I love that. So I just cool. love how she was kind of sticking up for him as well. I really like that friendship. So I'm interested to see more of them too. Oh my God. And every casual movie fan there is. Uh, yeah. he, he's like, is that the one with the uh, Star Wars? <laughs> Which one? I was like, oh my God, you're killing me, Steve. Please stop talking. Um, but I did I like that scene. It was good. I thought it was really sad to see. It was cute that Joyce is taking on Eleven and they're moving away. But I felt, yeah. I felt really sad for that. I felt... Um, I feel like Joyce, obviously, she wanted to do that for a long time because Hawkins obviously holds a lot of bad memories for her. But um, it was still sad to see them go. But I feel like it was setting it up for a Christmas special, maybe, because um, Mike was saying, oh, maybe you can come back for Christmas or whatever. Mm. So that would, that would be a good backdrop. Or maybe the next season is during Christmas time because that's the one yeah. season, that's the one time we haven't really gotten. Or was the, was the last season kind of Christmassy? I feel like or... it was a that was oh. Halloween. That was Halloween, Halloween last. Yeah. Uh, okay. So this is more of a Christmas. I think I hope that'd be kind of cool. Because yeah. we've had Fourth of July, Halloween, and now Christmas. That'd be kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I love the ending of this season. Um, Elle's powers is still not there yet. It's kind of there, but not really. I, I just think she's thinking way too much. And then oh yeah, the scene where she finds out Hopper's dead. I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's so heartbreaking. And then I love this scene, the last scene with her and her and um, Mike, and then um, she kind of wants him to tell her that she loves him and stuff. And well, she wants him to tell her that she that he loves her, yeah, and stuff. And then she just finally says it, and they do one last little kiss. They're adorable. They're cute. Um, yeah, and then the ending, the last ending stuff with the note was so good and so sad. That was great. That killed yeah. me. That did so I. Obviously, before the post credit scene, I was I was in tears. I was, and yeah, it was so one of those was I. Yeah. I couldn't really speak because I knew if I spoke, I'd like my voice would go all weird and I'd end up breaking and crying. But that was, and I thought as well when he said leave the leave the door open three inch, inches, excuse me. Yeah, I thought, 
I thought that was a nice little link to maybe the gate that was closed because I don't know if you saw when they closed the gate, there was still a tiny little crack down the middle. And I was like, I wonder if that's kind of has a double meaning. Mm, mm, yeah, that's, that's a good point. <clears throat> but um, yeah, I totally I I I, I was in like um, when I get um, I don't want to I don't want I, I don't want to get like too too like too like sad on this show but (laughs) last last year i lost my father and when i get these kind of when i get these kind of scenes and movies and television of just kind of fathers with redeeming arcs and stuff Uh, um because i wasn't i wasn't enjoying hopper this season but um hopper was reminding me a lot of this season of how my father, my father was kind of that kind of father who was just because I have a younger sister and he was mm-hmm. kind of like that. And he was kind of like the, um, you know, upset, protective, protective mm-hmm. angry with his life mm-hmm. kind of, kind of father. And that's how my dad was. So the redeeming arc of him telling her, listen, I know you're getting older and although I'm going to miss all those times, um, you're getting older, so you have to do what you have to do. But and then the last redeeming line, the last little funny line, keep the door three inches open. I love that so much. So I really, really, yeah, I really, really resonated with that scene a lot. So that's why I love that scene so much, and it kind of broke me oh, too. Yeah. It was a really, <coughs> really, really good emotional. scene. Yeah, it was a really, really good scene. Um, so yeah, I ended, I ended up writing, I ended up writing that as a perfect send off, and it, it was kind of giving me a lot of Toy Story three vibes. At yeah. the end, you know, everyone's kind of moving on and stuff. Um, and then the post credit scene happens, and then I wrote that interesting and Hopper is alive. We all know, but <clears throat> yeah, that's the um, that's the show. I mean, any last, any couple of last thoughts on just the season as a whole, and then some of your um, thoughts that you wrote down at the end, like you said. <laughs> I mean, um, just in general, I was so happy with it. I- at the end of the season, I was like, yes, you managed to make it work. You managed to live up to it. Because like I say, I was almost not wanting to watch it because I was like, I really hope this doesn't miss the mark. But I thought it it it, it met my expectations and it did even better than that as well. So I'm really happy. Yeah, I totally agree. It's um I I I I don't know how you can look at this season and say it's a bad one. It yeah. it's really ish. I think I think through time I'm probably gonna like it more mm-hmm. than if I have to see how well it stands through time. Yeah. But I I feel like I'm gonna like it more than the first season. I just really like this season a lot. Um, in the end, I wrote amazing stories, amazing, amazing um, emotions and connection, cast and everything. The mm-hmm. cast, the '80s feel, the production design was great. The costume design was great. Hairstyling, of course, was great. Um, I wish I had that kind of hair so I can have Dick and Montgomery's hair. Um, everyone was great. Not a single person I did not like in the show. Um, great emotional ending with amazing action and character moments. Like I don't know, this is I don't I I don't know how much you how much more you can do um, well, with this it's show. Really, it's really great. I saw um, there was a stat. I think Sean Levy or Levy, who directed a few and is producer of the show, mm-hmm. um, he put on his Instagram um, a Netflix tweet, and apparently it's breaking Netflix record. So forty point seven million household accounts have watched the show since July fourth. And that's more than any that's more than any film or series in its first four days. And eighteen point two million have already finished the entire season, which is incredible. Well, that's me. I mean (laughs) (laughs) uh, yeah. 
And and you and you know you know too like as far as like me and you with these mm-hmm. Netflix shows like we don't watch them like right away like no. some so like some shows and stuff um, like we watch them like what like a couple of weeks after and like yeah. or a couple of days after this is a, only these kind of shows is when like this Stranger Things program. yeah yeah is when I gotta watch it like right at is when I gotta watch it like right when it leaks and right when it like yeah. um, not leaks right right when it premieres mm-hmm. and stuff um it was just so such a good such a good season I really liked it um all right Shannon. <laughs> This is our longest show. I figured I it was gonna be. Um, thank you. My mouth is dry. Um, yes, <laughs> um, thank you. This was really fun, though. I really liked getting into this show um, and stuff in depth. I did not want a like fifteen conversation, fifteen minute conversation. I knew it wasn't it gonna be to that. Be. It, needs it needed to, to be a long, in depth conversation on this show. So I really enjoyed it. So um, yeah. So let's get what's going on with you let everyone know where they can find you and stuff thank, thank you for joining me once again let everyone know where they can find you and if there's anything coming up on the blog um you can find me at whattheflip.com um, for news reviews and thoughts on films um always looking for new people to write some stuff so if you fancy it um hit me up with an email um and at the minute i feel like i will literally be probably writing the blog post all about stranger things so i'll share that with you guys as well Yes, I'll be the first to read it. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, everyone. I hope I can still get the uh, live show tonight with myself and Hannah on Euphoria and Big Little Lies. But I was not expecting the Stranger Things conversation (laughs) to go so late. Um, So we'll see. Maybe I have to push that till tomorrow tomorrow or later on today. So we'll see. But um, our slate of this week is up. On our in, on our Twitter, so if you want to go check that out and see what other shows is coming up, also on the on the uh, channel right now we have the box office show and then a bunch of Spider Man video um, kind of podcasts and reviews and spoiler reviews and stuff. You guys don't check that out um, and stuff. Um, thank you guys for joining us. We will talk to you guys soon, and yeah, we'll see you later. Shannon, thank you once again. Thank you. Uh, And we guys will talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye.